Good. Hi, I'm Alicia Ashley, and your host of the New Way to Date and Feel Great Telesummit. So welcome, everyone. I'm so excited because today we're talking with Lucia, and she is an amazing dating and relationship expert who is well-known around the media. Um, she's had the opportunity to be on Dr. Phil and several different news programs and other forms of media. So some of you may recognize her, but I'm most excited because she's going to be talking about one of the hottest topics. How do you get a man to commit and to fall in love with you? Maybe it's actually the other way around, to fall in love with you and to commit. And, and you know, um, first of all, welcome, Lucia. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for uh, having me on. I, I'm so happy to be here. Good, good. Thank you. So, so this whole topic is really important. You know, one of the big buzzwords around, you know, kind of dating and relationships is um, people who are unavailable, you know, and it's not just men. So I, I'm, we're, we do not do any male bashing here per se, um, but we're looking at men who are unavailable, but we want to also say that there are plenty of women who are unavailable too. So the whole concept of getting someone to commit isn't about manipulating or maneuvering, but it's really being able to bring that forward. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this today. And I know our audience is too. So uh, would it be a good place to begin by talking about, you know, who, what causes a man to fall in love with a woman? Sure. And I just want to first just address the fact that you said being available. That's so true because if he's not available, then it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you do what I tell you, what I'm about to tell you to do. Yeah. It's not going to happen just because he's not there. You could be the greatest woman in the world, but if he's just not there, yeah. It's not going to happen. That's why in sales, before they try to sell something to someone, they vet the person. They ask a few questions to see what the answer is. And if they answer those questions incorrectly, it's like, okay, this guy's not a candidate. Move on to the next. Yeah, they're not a qualified lead. And so it's important <laughs> that women yeah. first make sure that the person is even available right. uh, before they even start to think about whether they want to date him and then see about having him fall in love. So yeah. just keep that in mind okay excellent thank you right so, exactly so, yeah how so, yeah go ahead <laughs> so <laughs> everyone what you know when, when i hear like people say okay how do you make a man fall in love it's not like there's like a five-step formula where it's like okay step one step two and then okay now he's in love yeah. Uh, there's certain things that you do and that you don't do that are more likely to cause him to fall in love. It's you never, you know, never 100% guaranteed, obviously. Yeah. And the, uh, the important thing to keep in mind is that you want to raise interest level. When someone's interest level in you is high, 90%, they're more likely to fall in love and want to commit and get married. But if it's low, then they're probably going to leave. So that's what's happening. Anytime there's an issue, it's with interest level. When someone breaks up with you, it's because their interest level dropped. No matter what they tell you, oh, it's because you this, you, no, no, their interest level dropped. Yeah. So your job <laughs> is to raise that interest level. Do certain things and don't do certain things. Certain things will raise the interest level, certain things will drop. So the, so the first thing is that you have to understand that even more than being loved, men want to be respected. Okay. And 
when they feel respected, they feel more loving. Therefore, they're more likely to fall in love. So and what are some things that women do that make men feel respected or disrespected? There's a ton of them. And a lot of times we don't even know we're being disrespectful. Right. But because we tend to treat men or talk to men as if they were women, you know, we think, okay, well, I could say this to a girlfriend. She won't mind. But men don't think the same. And something that you can easily say to a girlfriend and she'll be, oh, okay, no problem. Guys will be like, ooh, I don't know if I like that. But they want to feel confident. They want to be your hero. They want to win. And so any time that they feel like they're less than, that they're not important or that they're incapable, then they don't feel respected and therefore they can't fall in love. That's why that whole issue about back in the day before the GPS came out, uh, about guys not wanting to stop and ask for directions. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I, yeah. Share a quick, can I share a quick story here? Yes. yes. Um, I was a psychotherapist for years and I remember one man came to me in the middle of divorce and so as we were talking about what was causing the divorce, this is a small example and there was so much more. But one of the things that he said was she wanted me to help around the house. And every time she did, she would correct what I did. Like he said, he would load the dishwasher and then he'd come the next day and he knew he put his dirty cereal bowl in a certain place, but it would be reorganized. <laughs> and so what right. you're saying, Lucia, you know, they want to feel competent. Well, he felt like a moron in his own house. And those were his words that, that there wasn't anything big, but the way she reorganized everything he did made him feel like he was incompetent. So don't reorganize the dishwasher, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh there there was so much more there and um than than met, met the eye <laughs> okay and we might be right free. and that might okay. go, go ahead i think we were frozen there for a second yeah yeah and that might seem like a small thing but the thing is that those things add up if it continually feels disrespected then at a certain point you know everyone has a breaking point yeah. And they'll only put up with things for so long and then find it. That's it. It's the last drop. It's like, I can't take it anymore. Yes. So you have to pick your battles and what you're going to be picky over or not. It's like, who cares how the dishwasher is loaded? So if you've got OCD issues, then yes. go see a therapist. Yeah. But, you know, you can't be like his mother because then you're being like his mother. So if you're his mother, then you can't be his lover. So pick one. You can't be both. Yeah. Nope. And uh, yeah, that's just one of the ways, or, you know, let's say he's trying to do something and you're like, and you're like, Oh, here, let me show you how to do that. Right. Yeah. You have, really have to ask yourself, how important is it? You know, yeah, most of the time it's not, it's like, just keep quiet. Who cares? Let him figure it out. Or yeah. if you absolutely have to say something, you yeah. have, you kind of ask permission and you say, uh, excuse me, can I make a suggestion? Okay. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, you're asking for it. So that's more respectful. And then they'll most likely say, yes, well, you know, you might want to try blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Instead of you should do it this way. Right. You might want to try. Yes. <laughs> that's very different. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm just looking over my notes here. Or even like when, when again, uh, driving, you know, don't tell them what to do. Oh, go left here. Go right here. Oh, slow down. You want to pass. <laughs> yeah. All those things. It's yeah. just a matter of just keeping quiet a lot of the time because otherwise you're talking him out of falling in love with you. 
Really? You're talking him out of falling in love with you when you're telling him all these things to do. Right. That's fantastic. I have a girlfriend. I've lived in California for 30 years now. And every time she gets in the car with me, she'll give me directions. She'll tell me which lane to be in. (laughs) And, you know, the first maybe 10 times I kept telling her, I've lived here a lot of years. I know how to get along. And she will still do it to this day. And I have never said, you know, I hope you don't do this with your boyfriends. (laughs) She probably does. But it's habit. It's really habit. And um, I love what you said, that we talk them out of falling in love with us. Okay, we're on the edge of our seat, Lucia. Tell us more. Um, Yeah, so just to go on about the fact that he wants to be your hero. So let him do things for you. One guy that I dated long term, uh, one of the reasons he fell in love with me was because I let him do something simple like carry my bags. Okay. And he used to be married and his wife wouldn't let him. She'd be like, no, I can take, I can carry these myself. I don't need your help. Yeah. And they want to feel important. They want to feel needed. And that's just so simple. And I'm your, you know, I'm Italian. And so guys there, they just automatically take your bags if they're heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, they would never let a woman carry heavy things. So I'm just used to just, even if someone doesn't offer to take my bag, I just hand it to them. It's like, here, you carry this. Even though I'm perfectly capable of carrying it. It's like, well, why should I carry it? Yeah. So they want to be our kind of protectors and providers and and so, but we, I don't think what we didn't know so much is that if we deprive them of that, it actually prevents them from falling in love with us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it gets in the way. And also when they don't feel needed and important, they are prone to depression ah. because they're so used to, that's just built into them to, you know, be out there doing things and protecting and providing. And if you take everything away, that's why a lot of women today have problems because they're earning as much as men or more. And so a lot of men, they feel insignificant. And so I see it happen all the time. Even if you do earn more, if you're the breadwinner as a woman, you have to still make your man feel important and not lesser than just because he's not working or he's not earning as much as you. You still have to respect him mm-hmm. as if he's your hero, as if he's the biggest thing around. Yeah. I don't want to get too far off topic, but are you saying that even if you make as much or more money than he does, that you might not, you might not offer to buy him dinner or pay for your own or those kinds of things? No, you can definitely, uh, yeah, you can pay for dinner. He can pay for dinner. Don't make it a big thing. Don't make the fact that you earn more money. You know, that's insignificant. He still needs to be a man. He still needs to be your man. So okay. you still have to see him as your hero. As long as you see him as your hero, everything is good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go, let's go back to what causes him to fall in love. And then um, another thing is letting him be himself. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I, uh, I ask guys, okay, you know, why did you marry her? You know, why are you dating her? Because yeah. she lets me be myself. I can be myself around her. I don't have to be anyone else. And so don't try to change him. If you feel you need to change him, then he's probably not your man either accept him as he is or leave him alone so he can be with someone else who will accept him. Yeah. That's a really hard lesson for us women, Lucia. I can't tell tell me about it. How many times? Oh, I hear it all the time. The the biggest one I hear is I hate the way he combs his hair. I hate the way he dresses or some of those things over time you can possibly have an influence. Yes. You know, some people never will change the way they comb their hair, as we have seen in the media. We won't go into that. 
<laughs> we'll stay away from that topic. But, um, you know, some people just aren't going to change. And so what you're saying is if you can't accept them as they are, then that they might not be a good match. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And also, it's also how you bring it up. Like I was dating someone who was wearing like, like all these, uh, mom jeans that the waist went like way up <laughs> yeah the shirt tucked in i was like oh and so you know I'm, I'm like can i make a suggestion you know about jeans you know there's other styles you might want to try and luckily he was open to it so it's not good to try to change them we have to really accept them as they are and not criticize and complain and uh hope that you know once we get married it'll all be different so we have to accept them right Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's one final point <clears throat> having to do with sex. We can't forget sex. Okay. And that is men need to be validated after sex. Okay. So they need to feel like they're the man. And so you want, you want to compliment them and go, wow, that was great. You're fantastic. Yeah. You know, point out the good things. If there's something that needs to be changed, do it outside the bedroom. Don't do it while you're laying in bed. Okay. And, you know, when you're having a conversation, just say, you know, I want to ask you about something. I want to tell you about something. Do you, do you have time? Do you have a minute? Okay. And, uh, and then if he's open to listening, then you can just bring it up. Uh, but otherwise, if there's nothing wrong, if everything's great, then make sure you validate him. Uh, okay. I don't think we realize how important it is for men to be validated after sex. Yeah. So we can't give too many compliments when it comes to their sexual performance. Absolutely. Okay flourishing sexual uh, compliment. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Thank you so much. Those are great. Those are great. So, so how, when it really comes down that they've fallen in love with you and you've fallen in love with them, then comes that issue of commitment, which is different for different women. You know, some women really want to be married, especially if they're eager to have a family. And so what do you recommend to help them you really increase that commitment? Okay, so what I've noticed about commitment, and this has happened to my sister, it happened to me, my friends, just everyone I've, well, not everyone, but almost everyone I've talked to, it seems that when they wanted to get married and the guy was like, mm, I don't know, they had to leave the relationship. And after that, the guy came around. Uh-huh. And so you can't leave as a manipulation, like, well, I'm going to leave and then he's going to come back and marry me. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. But yeah. she to leave, so I'm going to leave and then just wait around and he'll come back. Uh -huh. You have to leave because you love yourself and you don't want to continue wasting time in a relationship that's not going to go to where you want it to go. Okay. And so you have to like really be done. And so my, my girlfriend, who's now married, they've been married, I don't know, over 15 years. I was a bridesmaid at her wedding. She was dating this guy uh, long-term and still there was no commitment. And she was living here in, he was living here in Los Angeles and she was living in Texas temporarily. And she came to visit him and she found condoms on the boat. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and, and she's like, well, what's going on? And, and, you know, it's like, you know, what about a commitment? And he yelled, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> At least he was honest. Wow. So oh, yeah. she said, okay, no problem. She went back to Texas, and this was in the day before cell phones were really prevalent. Yeah. Changed her number, oh. and he couldn't, he couldn't find her. There was really no, and so he had to like track her down. 
Wow. And in the meantime, he asked his friends, you know, am I an idiot? And they're like, yes, she's yeah. a great girl. He thought about it and thought about it. And then finally he went and found his woman and proposed. Wow. And I have dozens of stories like that. My sister has been married for decades. Uh -huh. And even her and her now husband, yeah. he didn't want to get married. They broke up. Uh -huh. And then they ran into each other and he was like, wow, you know, I better get her now. Otherwise someone else is going to get her. Uh -huh. And it was the best. So decision. how would that conversation go? Let's say it's not quite as dr dramatic as your woman who came back from uh, Texas and found condoms around, <laughs> but let's just say that, you know, a woman wants to have a family and they've been together maybe a year, you know, isn't a year a good time to, you know, it depends how, how, um, how young you are on the age. Okay. okay. Um, you know, usually the older you are, the less time you need to be dating because okay. the older you get, the more, you know, whether it's the right person or not. Yeah. Uh, I like the but, idea of being together four seasons, you know, I, yeah, like, yeah. I like that idea. Like it seems like a, a good way to get to know somebody. So let's say that it's been around that time. Yeah, four seasons. And you also want to see them at their worst. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's really important. Like I right. like the sooner we have an argument or yeah. the better <laughs> because I want to see how someone handles that. You know, everything's great when it's all wine and roses, but, but life has a lot of ups and downs and we need to know how somebody handles some of those difficult things. As Absolutely. Well. So I mean, the Go ahead. a year is not always, you know, most guys are not ready to get married after a year. Okay. Okay. Some are, some aren't. I would say at least if you can try two years. Okay. Okay. So I let's mean, say we're at the two year mark then. Yeah. But there's really no set date, you know, I mean, some yeah. people date for five years and then get married. Some people yeah. date for six months, but we just yeah. like to, you know, oh, wait yeah. as long as possible. And give You've them heard it time. all and do not live your life by reality TV, ladies. Right. <laughs> we're That's not true. letting those people be our mentors. <laughs> yeah. So, so conversation go that you know they're they're broaching two years and there really hasn't been much discussion about this how does that conversation go sure so the one thing you absolutely don't want to do is to give an ultimatum okay because as soon as you give someone an ultimatum they automatically become your opponent oh. so now you're like battling like even if you give your mother an ultimatum you know yeah. call me at five or la la she'll be like what and men do not respond well to ultimatums okay. and they all, sometimes they want to do the opposite just to spite you. It's like, well, yeah. you said I have to do this. So I'm going to do this. Yeah. And there's, and that's also not a loving thing to do. I mean, this is the man you want to marry. You're supposed to be his partner, person that has his back, his lover. And, and now you're doing a very unloving thing by saying you have to marry me or else. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he works there or else. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's the signal that it's an ultimatum is that yeah. you need to do blank, 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 or else. <laughs> or else, yeah. So there's different ways to inspire a man to propose. That's kind of like an ultimatum, but it's kind of veiled ultimatum. Yeah. And, you know, it depends on the type of relationship you have, but you can say something, something like, you know, um, I love you. I think we have a great relationship. I would love to be married. What do you see for us in our future? blah, 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 see what he says. Okay. And if it seems like, you know, he's not really giving you an answer, you're not sure, then you can say, you know, I think I need to take a step back from the relationship to see, you know, if I'd like to move forward or what I'd like to do. And then that gives you time too to think about what you'd like to do. And, you know, and, and then not see him 
and give him time to think. You don't want to see him because men fall in love or they continue to fall in love when you're not around. Uh -huh. So don't think that just because you're there, you'll convince him to marry you. You've been there for two years and he still hasn't proposed. Right. So if your presence isn't going to help, your absence will. Yeah. So, so take, a step, take a step back. So you still might be talking on the phone. Yeah. Um, you still might be texting, but you're just taking yeah. a step back. You're not going to be continuing to go on dates and sleepovers. Right. Because you want him to feel what it's like to miss you. Okay. And so if they're living together already at two years. <laughs> this is why you don't live together. <laughs> uh, there's a whole nother topic, Lucia. That's yeah. great. That's right. Great. So tell us a little bit about that. You don't recommend that couples live together? No, because living together is a convenience and marriage is a commitment. Okay. Awesome. So it's not, it's yeah. not really a commitment. It's a faux yeah. commitment because then yeah. you just pack your bags and leave when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretend marriage though. It's everybody's pretending like there's this commitment when there really isn't. Right. So, you're playing okay. house. If a guy really wants you, he's going to want you to be his wife. He's going to propose. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to you're, you're going to kind of remove yourself from the relationship, but you're doing it lovingly. It sounds like, so you would continue to talk. You just wouldn't be dating. And so right. what else, you know, like he'll be saying, well, why can't we get together? You know, I'm headed in that direction. Well, you need more than headed in that direction. Cause they'll say, you know, they'll say anything to keep you from moving on. Yeah. They'll keep you on the string. So what does she say to that? You know, I'm, I'm headed in that direction. I'm just not ready yet. And I, but I still want to see you. And you say, great, you're not ready. No problem. So here's what we can do. You, we can see each other, but you can't have me all to yourself. Oh. So I'm going to make myself available and see what's out there. Yes. And so he knows that, okay, you'll see him, but you're also going to be dating other people. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, if he knows he has you, then what is his incentive exactly. to propose? Okay. Now, that doesn't mean sleep with other people. Yes. Because if he then decides that he does want to marry you, yeah. and in the meantime, you yeah. slept you're dating him and you slept with someone else yeah. guys hate that that's yeah. like the worst thing you could do you come across as tainted even though it sounds old-fashioned right that's right there's a lot of women yeah <laughs> so so it sounds like it's a very gentle and self-loving way that you say okay i would be happy to continue seeing you but i also need to make myself available to date other men who you know might not have such an issue of being ready to marry is that what you're saying Exactly. Okay. So that gives more of an incentive. And yeah. also, even if he doesn't see you, um, you know, while he's deciding, uh -huh. if you don't see him while he's trying to figure out, that's, that's fine. That's even better. And it might even take him up to eight weeks to okay. make a decision because it's actually been shown when there's an important life decision to be made. Okay. People go back and forth. Should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And usually, because usually the first month they're like, uh, she's just kidding. She's going to come back. I don't believe her. Right. That takes about a month for that to happen. Then after a month, you're not back and they're like, wow, hmm, maybe she is serious. Yeah. And then they start thinking, well, gee, I should do something. And then about the six week mark is when they start to panic. Okay. So usually if you leave them alone at about six weeks, you'll get a phone call or a text or an email or something. Okay. And so at eight weeks, let's say that she hasn't heard from him in eight weeks. 
So two solid months. She either hasn't heard from him or he hasn't stepped forward to say, okay, I, I am, I've given this a lot of thought. You're the one for me. I love you with all my heart. And I do want to marry you, you know, in the next year. You know, if he hasn't come through in two months with something like that, what does she do then? Move on. Okay, so so she can can either you know I guess at that point make a phone call or send him uh, an email or something that says you know uh, if if you're it doesn't sound like you're really moving in that direction so I think it's important that we take more of a permanent separation, right? Right, exactly, exactly, and just because I mean, but most guys you yeah. will hear them within okay. two months. Okay, okay, and if you don't, then it. It, it probably means that it's not going to happen. Okay. So, so she's, but you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself to be able to step up and do that. Right. Well, you have to love yourself. Yeah. It all starts with loving yourself. So when you love yourself, you are your priority, no matter who's in your life, you will never love them or you shouldn't love them more than you love yourself. Cause if you don't love yourself then what do you have to give to other people? Yeah. And, and so this is really an act of self-love. It's not an act to get a wedding ring on your finger, you know? So, no, no. How, so how does a woman practice? I was say, like, all the women that I've talked to that they left, as I said before, it's not a manipulation. They love themselves, and they weren't going to stay in a situation where they weren't going to get what they wanted. Yeah. One of my favorite communi communication tools, if I can spit this out, is called, yeah. broken, it is called the broken record. Mm. And you know, it's where in this case you would use the broken record, you know, he'll come back with all this stuff. Yeah. But what about this? And what about that? And you say, all I'm saying is that I'd like to be married in the next year. You know, if we've been together for two years, I'd like to be married in the next year. Yeah. But I don't know about this. And I don't know about that. I understand. And you become just this broken record. I absolutely understand your point. And, and I still, I still want to be married in the next year. I still want to have a family. And so it's just a great, for everyone who's a parent, I'm sure you've used it with your children, but there's times where it's really great in relationship too, is that you don't have to get in an argument. You don't have to, you know, really make it a big sore spot is that you just communicate what you want and then you move on. Any other tips or tools that you can recommend in this process or thoughts? I mean, that would, I mean, that's the best one that I found. It was just interesting that so many people that are married, I say, well, how did you get married? How did that all happen? And almost everyone had a story. Well, he didn't want to get married. You no. Know, so we broke up, you know, I moved across the country and then he decided to, you know, want to marry me. Everyone seems to have that story. There always seems to be like a breakup before a proposal. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's important for us to touch on something else a little bit here. Um, the, the whole living together thing. Thank you so much for bringing that up because it's very popular in this day. And, mm -hmm. You know, I remember the time where people were whispering around the office when people would live together. Yeah. Now it's almost, you're the odd couple if you're not living together. So let's say, you know, uh, a, a man and a woman have been together for sometimes they're moving in as quickly as two weeks, you know? What's the frame of mind a woman needs to be in when that comes up? Like, you know, yeah, maybe we should just move in together. You know, what do you think, where does she need to come from to make the best decision? Uh, there's, there's nothing to be gained by moving in together. Now you have less leverage. 
You know, if a man wants to see you 24-7, then he should put a ring on your finger. Okay. So is that when it, when it comes up, can she say, you know, I really don't want to move in together until I'm engaged? Yeah. Married? Is that what you're recommending? Engaged or married. Okay. So, so I don't, I don't really want to move in with you until we're engaged and have a date set to be married. <laughs> Cause you know, you yeah. see, you've that seen these help. engagements. We've seen them all the time where they're like permanently engaged. <laughs> right, right. Well, you want to use the word comfortable because then they can't argue with that. So if you can say, I'm not comfortable living with a man unless I'm engaged. Perfect. I love that. These, <laughs> these are great tools, though, that you're giving our audience to help them have a voice. You know, a lot of times as women, we bumble through situations just because no one's ever given us the words, you know, and sometimes we haven't been in these situations before. So you're really giving us the words to be able to know what to say. And I think that, you know, there's times where, sure, she may be struggling financially and he wants to be a provider. So he says, you know, let's move in together. And maybe in a situation where it was dire that she could say, this is a short-term thing until I can get on my feet. So please understand that when in three to six months I move out, mm. you know, don't take it personally unless we're engaged. You know? Or if he wants to help her with the rent, he can just pay it for her. Why does she have to do that? I like that idea even better. <laughs> That's great, Lucia. You're the best. Well, thank you so, so much. This is such an important topic. And, you know, marriage is just a wonderful institution. And I know as women that we bond and we want to have that. And we want to have a family. And we don't want to be manipulative. I've, I've personally felt like if I needed to give a man an ultimatum to marry me, that's not a man I want to be with. No. You know, that he has to want to be with me as much as I want to be with him. And, you know, so I think giving women the, the way that they go about this is just so important. And you're also offering a very generous gift to our listeners. Would you like to tell us more about it? Yes. I also do private coaching one-on-one -on -one, either via phone or Skype. Yeah. And so it normally costs a lot of money <laughs> to do coaching with me. I'm offering free 15-minute coaching to whoever watches this. You would just need to go to my website, which I'm sure you'll provide the link, and uh, send me an email, say you heard this offer on this teleseminar, and uh, sign up for the free 15-minute coaching. I can help you to uh, hone your skills with getting a man to fall in love, go deeper into the things I talked about, getting the commitment, getting an ex back. That's always a big one. Yeah. You lost someone, you want to get them back. Yeah. And uh, the offer is good until June 1st. Yeah. And so if you're not ready also to do it now, you know, sign up and then you can book a time later, but sign up definitely before June 1st. Perfect. Thank you so much. And, you know, you just touched on another hot topic that we'll have to talk about another time, like getting an ex back. <laughs> yes. So that's wonderful. But thank you so much for joining us today, Lucia. And I want to thank all of our listeners. Please go to Lucia's website and sign up for these free 15 minutes. You can see that in 15 minutes, she can cover a lot to really help you turn a relationship situation around.
I also want to invite you to be sure and go to our Facebook community and you know share some of your thoughts on the things that Lucia has shared with us today. What do you what do you think about this and how are you going to put it into action? So thank you for tuning in and we will see you another time soon on the new way to date and feel great. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you.